87 Lafayette, it's Coronapod. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm Matt. So, Adam, I had a kind of funny experience yesterday. I was like, man, we're going to be here for a really long time. So I better stock up on crisp white wine, you know, because that's that's what's going to get me through the next uh, God knows how long. And so I went out at five o'clock yesterday and I went to my favorite wine store here in Brooklyn and bought seven bottles of wine, which is a lot of wine to buy at one time. And I was like, you know, this is good because I'm going to have wine because obviously starting Sunday night at 8 p.m., wine stores are going to be closed. It's over. Only did I find out today that apparently liquor stores are on the list of quote-unquote essential services, which really threw me for a loop, and now I just have no idea what's essential and what's not. What are we keeping open, and what are we closing? I think that is one of the key questions coming out of Cuomo's press conference. I watched it yesterday. Pause, not social distancing. We've discussed the, the terminology, but it seems like Nothing is changing. I, I would love someone to point to something and be like, this is allowed to be open, and starting Sunday night, it can't be open. And so far, the only two that I've come up with are, it sounds like nail salons and barber shops mm. are the two where I'm like, yep, they were open, and starting Sunday night, they no longer are going to be open. Mm. This is actually potentially going to be a problem for me. My hair is getting out of control. Your hair is very long, and you don't care. But my hair is getting out of control. I think, Adam, you may have to actually cut my hair for me tomorrow. So let's, uh, let's, let's put that on, on the calendar and we'll see how it goes. There may be a little cleanup I think, necessary. I think, lucky for you, you, have a, uh, you will have a haircut made for podcasting. Mm, good, good. I'm I, glad our listeners don't see us while we're making the show. I will say my hair is quite long right now, and I have really become a fan of The Last Supper as a Zoom background. I think it fits really well in my, in my shaggy, long-haired state. But, you know, you do raise a really good point. It is unclear what is allowed and what is not. Like, am I allowed to go out for a bike ride? Are we allowed to go out for a lawn walk? Cuomo said, it's okay, you can go outside, get some fresh air, but does that mean walk around the block? Does that mean walk across the Brooklyn Bridge? No one really knows. I, I kind of want someone to tell me exactly what right. to do. And I think part of it is, I don't think when today I took a long walk with uh, two of the roommates here down to Vinegar Hill. I was kind of offended. I was not invited on this walk. I was a little, little bit offended, little hurt, but that's okay. So, so we're so going to let that just ride right off the shoulder. We, right off the shoulder. We walked down to Vinegar Hill, and there's three of us, right? All the instruction I've heard says, you can go for a run as long as you're by yourself right? Six feet. The three of us, we feel comfortable walking with each other because we live together. Mm. But I think there are people, when we walk through Fort Greene Park, for example, who saw the three of us, and I'm wondering if, well, what I am doing is nothing dangerous, right? Mm. I'm not, I don't think me going for a walk is dangerous, right? Like, I'm not coughing on people. There's a ton of space. However, are people looking at me with Catherine and with Pacti and thinking, oh, there's a group of millennials not following the rules. Mm -hmm. Or are they thinking, well, they're doing it, so I should do it. When people walk through Fort Greene Park, like today, I saw two people playing basketball, right? Mm. They were just Isn't taking... that specifically said, Cuomo said that you cannot play basketball 
if you are six feet apart, unless, and then he, he well, backtracked. That was, that was more about basketball yeah. tactics. Then he it, said, wasn't, it wasn't anything about coronavirus. He was true. just uh, opining on how to play basketball well. And so said, I don't know about that. Said you would lose. Cuomo <laughs> says you would lose if you tried to play basketball six feet apart. But these people were, right? They were just taking mm. shots. But when people look at that, does that make it more socially acceptable? And are we, in fact, the lack of clear instruction, the lack of fines, right? Cuomo said no civil fines. Mm. Are we going to end There's up in no a situation tea. like France or Italy where some people are saying, the regulations that have been put in place, right, these stricter orders, that they are in place not because the orders needed to be stricter than what was already in place, but people needed to follow the rules that had already been set up. Mm. And no one was following the existing rules, so the only option was to tighten the rules even more so that people would at least follow the previous set of rules. And I'm wondering, is the same thing going to happen here? Because people are just out walking around, having a good time, and that's making people feel like they can do more, Mm. right? I talked to my my college roommate, went on a run from Greenpoint to Fort Greene. He showed up outside the apartment. I sat at the top of the stoop. He sat at the bottom of the stoop, six feet apart, right? But are people going to look at that and be like, well, these are just people hanging out on the stoop. I should have some people over. So I'm wondering what's the social ramifications of like me doing what's letter of the law. Mm. Yesterday, Cuomo used this analogy. He said it's like you know, tightening the valve. He said we're tightening the valve a little bit more. The numbers go up. Tighten the valve a little more. The numbers keep going up. Tighten the valve a little more. Well, now we're closing the valve. But walking around New York today, it did not feel like the valve was closed. There were a lot of people out and... and I did not spend much time outside the apartment, but when I was outside the apartment, I could see a lot of people were out and about. I mean, there was even, you know, farmer's market was happening. There was a lot happening in Fort Greene Park. It definitely feels like the valve is still relatively open. Right. And I mean, I didn't look at the list of specific businesses that are allowed to stay open as essential, but it was long. Like, I just opened the link and I was like, I was expecting to see three things, not a million things. Yeah, I've got it here, and I've got to scroll for, like, several seconds on my phone until I actually get to the bottom. And, you know, a lot of these make sense. Uh, skilled trades, such as electricians, plumbers, construction. Why is construction still happening? Well, it says construction. Uh, here's the language. Other related construction firms and professionals for essential infrastructure or for emergency repair and safety purposes. That seems very broad and very vague. I've definitely seen plenty of construction vans on the street. And I just talked to a coworker yesterday who told me that the construction in her apartment building is ongoing. So it, it feels like we're not quite there in terms of what needs to be done. Right. And I think that was the thing is... The weekend for me meant, okay, I am going to not have to work today, right? Mm. But is the weekend really a weekend? Like, should people treat this as an opportunity to go outside? Or should we really be treating this as any other day where, like, everyone should stay inside from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. except for, like, a 30-minute walk that they go on, Mm. right? Or to go get groceries. Mm. Is the fact that we have a weekend actually backfiring here in that people are treating this as, like, the moment to escape outside? I think we were very lucky today that it was sunny and nice, but it wasn't 70 degrees. It was only 
50 degrees. Mm. Yeah, and I think that is going to be a problem as the weather gets warmer. It seems like we're in for a beautiful spring. Every day for the past few days has been gorgeous, and I don't think that's going to do any good in helping the virus. So, Governor Cuomo, if you're listening to this podcast, which I'm sure he is, then please make it clear what we can and what we cannot do. And I believe he said he was coming to NYC today to see the situation in the parks. Mm. If you come and you see that the parks are full, think about how do you limit people in parks? How do you shut down city streets so that people can be in the street instead of the park? How do you move people as far away from each other as possible? Because this thing is real and the number of cases in New York City is skyrocketing. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely scary. You know, we talked a little bit about haircuts, though, and on a lighthearted note, we do have a good friend who got a big hairdo today. I don't know if it was a haircut, but some kind of hairdo. I think we should give him a call and check in. Actually, a former guest on our show, the one and only Max, should we give him a call? I think we should find out how he's doing one week later. All right, one week later. Actually, six days. This is always so stressful. Maybe you won't pick up this time. We would love to edit this out in post, but we don't have Hello? post. Max, welcome to CoronaPod. Thanks for having me back. Oh, we're so thrilled to have you back. We're thrilled to have you as a loyal listener and promoter of the show. So make sure you remember to uh, promote share us to your share, share and post. But hey, Max, we were calling because we were just talking about the closure of barbershops in New York. And we were talking about how I am going to need a haircut pretty soon. And it seems like Adam may have to do the honors of cutting my hair. And we were reminded that you made some big changes to your hair today. And so would love for you to tell our loyal listeners about that. It's true. Um, so I, I, too, wanted to make a change to my hair today. Mm. And Rick and I decided to go platinum blonde. So first wow. Rick, Rick gave me a haircut. It was first time haircut. It was, it was actually much better than expected. And did, hey, you, did you use a buzzer? Yeah, a what did you use? Clippers. Clippers, clippers. okay. Did he have clippers? I'm impressed that he had Clippers, you know, I'm I'm thinking kitchen scissors. kitchen scissors for what we're gonna need to do for me. No, you. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, logic, the logic behind it is, is now is the time to do something different because no one's gonna see you for at least two weeks. But aren't you on Zoom all all day? No, no, never. Do you think two weeks is right? I think that is extremely optimistic. I, I said at least. Okay. Hmm. So okay, I, I so walk us through you, your decision you making. try something totally radical, something new, like something you, you've always wanted to do but couldn't because of work or whatever else. It is interesting that you don't have to, that you're not on video, but we'll save that conversation for another time. But walk us through your decision making to go platinum blonde. Who inspired you? Tell us about your hairstyle icons that led you to this moment. You know, it, I think it was internally driven. I know that it's something I always wanted to do in college, and I chickened out and never did it. And 
yeah, I figured now is the time. Because really, when, when else will I be able to do this? Mm. And you did an amazing photo shoot that I saw some evidence of. <laughs> Walk us through the photo shoot. Tell us where you went in the city and hopefully you, you practiced some extreme social distancing while doing so. And, and also walk us through the kind of mood you were, you were trying to capture. Yeah, so the mood, the mood that I was trying to capture was blondes have more fun in 2020. So that was really the inspiration. And hmm. we started on my fire escape, which is my salvation because the tree outside my window just started blooming and it's really pretty. Are you thinking of getting patio furniture? No, no, no. It's definitely not safe to be out there. (laughs) So I'll open my window and kind of like put my head, my legs out and it's really nice there. So we started there and then we went to let Starbuck go to pee and... Tell us who who Starbuck is. Starbuck is... uh, Rick's dog, and she's a beautiful rescue Whippet Lab mix, we think. Mm. And, yeah, we took her down, and she's really thriving in the apocalypse. And, yeah, I have to make a plug for Juwan Choi, whose show comes out on the 26th. Mm. And what's happening with that? Is she, is it changing... Uh, how much is it? Is it changing? How much is coronavirus changing her show? Is it? Is it still on? It's still on. Yeah, to my knowledge. And and if anything, I think viewership will be up. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I guess one weekend. What what is? Do you feel the same from a week ago? You feel different? What? How are you feeling? You know, a lot has changed. I think. Feeling pretty good. A little frustrated with the amount of work I have to do because otherwise, if I didn't have all this work, it would be a very nice break, kind of staycation. But I would say the mood is is upbeat uh, for now. And then, what are you? What are your goals for next week? So if we if we check in in, in another seven days, what are you hoping to have achieved? What what would kind of what would success look like? I think next week is is when it's going to be a lot more trying, um, keeping social distancing going. I think people are going to start to get lonely and, and push the boundaries a bit. So if I uh, do not do that and maintain pretty strict uh, the strict regimen we've got on here, then I think I think that'll be a good week. Hmm. Well, sounds good, Max. We'll check in again soon. And for the time being, enjoy your new haircut. It looks great. And sorry no one will be able to see it. I know. Well, yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Talk soon. Bye-bye. It's quite a haircut. Yeah. Uh, I do think he makes a good point in that the next week, social distancing is going to get harder. You know, I was talking to a friend today who lives alone, and it's really lonely. And he said... You know, could I maybe come over? Could could we hang out? And I, for a moment, I was going to be like, yeah, we, we can hang out. And then I realized, no, we got to keep social distancing. And, you know, if everyone makes exceptions to the rules, then this virus is going to keep spreading. Right. 
Yeah, I think there are there's going to be more and more meeting in neutral zones, right? I'm happy to meet someone in Fort Greene Park and sit on opposite sides of a picnic table. I think that way you don't have to worry because the big fear is that someone comes in here, mm. someone gets all of us sick. That's five of us. We continue to interact. I continue to go to the grocery store, right? Mm. So even though it seems like, oh, well, he only would get another five people sick, right? And it's five young people. Well, each of us could do it too. It's viral. That's how it happens. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot to think about, a lot to consider. But the big question for us is tomorrow, should I dye my hair blonde like Max? I, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, folks, we've got some amazing guests lined up. We're going to talk to hopefully some Peace Corps volunteers who have just been evac'd back to the United States. We're hopefully going to talk to some folks who have put together an amazing uh, operation to connect seniors with college students home from break who can deliver groceries. Thank you for listening. This has been CoronaPod. Pod is brought to you by Momo the Cat. Follow her at Momo underscore is underscore a underscore cat. <laughs>